network TV is sleeping on us. I don't know, because we're the funniest people I know. They're also sound asleep on us right now. They don't even hear the alarm, just snoozing on through. Heavier sleepers than Tiffany, or like an earthquake, or the apocalypse, and they're just asleep. So accurate. We're like falling off a top bunk bed, and they're just like completely unaware. They'll have so much regret. So many regrets. Let's start a podcast that's even less intimidating than YouTube. Honestly, yes. Talking is our strong suit. We may have peaked in 2014, but we've got to find something to do with our days, and more importantly, some use for our BFAs. So we give you Pam Up Podcast Episode Four. We endemmed. Hey y'all. Yes, hello. This is episode four. We're coming at you. I spiked it out again. I'm sorry, editing Pip. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> this is happening a week and two days before Halloween. And we are ready for the spook. We're ready for it. Spooky, 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 spooky. And so we're taking a little step, a little mini, a shuffle, a toe dip, if you will. I'm, like, doing a lot of movement that you can't see. But just imagine that there's a lot of really passionate gestures happening. Yeah. We're taking a little toe dip into the spook with this week's episode, which shall center around the art, the science, the culture of astrology. We're going to start off with some knowledge. Coming at you with a learning corner with Pip and Moosh. Fucking yeah. Pip's got all the knowledge on this, so, yeah. I once took a class called History of Magic that wasn't the actual name, but that's basically what it was. Um, and we learned about astrology. So, I realized that I wasn't panicking because of the spaces in my editing. Also, I'm sorry for any of the background noise. There are planes overhead, there's a cat, we're in a new place. We have no control over anything. So, I just apologize really hard. We're even using a new microphone, because... I moved and had to buy my own, which, you know, you've listened to the last few. You know that I didn't have a mic for a bit. Um, you're panicking. Yes. <laughs> I was panicking because I was getting flashbacks to when I had to pre present this in class because that did not go over well. I ended up crying in the bathroom. It was a mess. So I'm like, here we go. Let's, let's talk about some... That's not the right document. Neither is that. Nope. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Clearly this is going well again. Alright. <laughs> okay. So I'm. let me close all of these and then I'll begin. Why do I have so many, so many documents open? And by close, they mean minimize. Yeah. Because none of them are saved. Oh my goodness. Okay. Astrology. Dates back a long, 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 long time. Long. Far long ago. Many moons. So many moons you can't count the moons. <laughs> it started, I mean, like, I don't know necessarily when it started, but I do know that, like, Western civilization got it from Arabic influences because it was more accepted in Islamic cultures um, because they already had, like, a firm belief that the stars and the heavens had some power. Of course, they didn't believe that anyone could predict the future but God, but they did believe that, like, if you were the right person, you 
could read the stars and get a message from God. So cut to like 8th to 13th century and um, the works of a man who perhaps is named Mashar, and I could be mispronouncing that. His writings on astrology came over to the West, started to be translated, and it slowly started making its way into Western culture, but of course it was very frowned upon because magic was very frowned upon in the West because witches and we think it's evil, but really it's kind of cool, but whatever. And if you're still listening and you're just like, what even is astrology? I guess I should have started with that. But it's basically the belief that, um, in the stars, that the stars and the universe have control over things. Not to be confused with astronomy, which is a class that I took in high school and did not do super well in. Although, astronomy is just the study of the stars. But when astrology first, like, cropped up in, even, like, back in the Islamic cultures, it was legitimized by tying itself to astronomy and the science of astronomy, which is why they made a science of astrology. Astrology is not science. But, like, that's how it got legitimized to fit into culture. And, of course, mostly people were like, that's witchcraft, unless they were very fancy and rich, and then they are like, get me one of those astrologists and tell me when I need to battle these people to win. Because basically, what you can garner from the stars is a lot. It's everything. Supposedly. Fancy. Fancy. So, like, kings and queens would use astrologists and they would help predict when they should go to war or whether or not they should go to war or whether or not they should be having a baby or getting married. It was a lot. Yeah, so different from people now. Yeah. Who well, some do people... the exact same thing. Yeah, so not that different. Oh. <laughs> and in today's world, people use astrology for, like, similar reasons. Less as a... Well, I don't know. Some people still use it as, like, a future-predicting method. Mm-hmm. But more commonly, it's more of, like, a guidance thing. Or it's encouraged to be a guidance thing. Like, you're not supposed to base your life off your stars. The fault in our stars, not in ourselves. So, that's just a little backstory on astrology. That was a little learning corner. Hope I taught you something. Boom. Oh, I thought you said boo. <laughs> Boom. Boom. That's a knowledge bomb. The sound that a knowledge bomb makes. Oh, well, I've never been hit by one, so I didn't know. See? The planes. They're loud. Yeah, hi, planes. And within astrology... There are these fancy little things called birth charts, which can basically tell you a whole lot about your personality. If you believe in it. You don't have to believe in it. Maybe you don't. I kind of lean on the side of believing it because mine is just to a T. So, Brianna. Yes, Papana. What's your sign? Well, wink wink. I'll tell you. My sun sign, which is basically your classic sort of zodiac sign when people ask, what's your sign? They're talking about your sun sign usually. My sun sign is a Leo, and uh, there are also a whole bunch of other kinds of signs, like you have your rising sign, you have your moon sign, and then you have like what sign your planets are at, and it's all very complicated and we won't get into all of it because it's a lot. But your three biggies are your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. So my sun sign is a Leo, my moon sign is a Pisces, and my rising sign, or ascending sign, is a Scorpio. Hey Pip. Yes, Bryn. 
What's your sign? My sun sign, which is based off where the sun was in the sky when you were born. You have to you have to know so much about yourself to be able to garner your birth chart. Yeah. So my sun sign is an Aquarius. My moon sign is Pisces. And my rising slash ascending... I honestly... I don't know the exact time that I was born. So my guess is Taurus. Because it fits the best. Yeah. Because, like, my other one's Aries, and I'm not an Aries. There's also... Like, if you're looking for edu- full-on education about astrology, this is not the podcast for you. <laughs> no. This is not the podcast for full-on education about anything. Unless it is depression or anxiety. Well. <laughs> anyway. Okay. We've been getting <laughs> more and more into astrology recently, both of us. And so we've sort of... We've started to research our own signs and what they mean and what other people's signs are and what they mean and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. We're learning. We're growing. Yeah. We're trying. Astro- there's a lot that encompasses astrology. So basically like your birth chart deals with where the stars are when you, like the time you're born. Like you have to know your time at least within the two hours you were born. Mm-hmm. Which is why my rising sign is a total guess, because I don't know when I was born and I don't have my birth certificate or anyone to ask. But there's also, like, your Venus, there's one for every planet, and there's also 12 houses in the sky. And then there's, like, the different kinds. There's, like, the Siftine moon or whatever. Yeah. All kinds of different. Your Lilith. Yeah. Um, things that we don't fully understand. <laughs> but what we could do is delve into some of the things that we kind of do understand. Yes. Like, I kind of understand some of the planets and also have an app that I might read from to help me understand some of the planets. <laughs> and, like, sun, moon, and rising. Yes. So. Let me opie dopey that little app. Mm-hmm. Also, um, if you're wondering what app this is, it's CoStar, and I actually highly recommend it because it tells you a lot and goes into a lot of detail if you're actually interested in your birth chart. Not spawn. Of course it's not. <laughs> this is our fourth episode. <laughs> oh, because on the 16th we're going to have spawns. <laughs> we'll, we'll take them if you want to. So, the sun, like we said, is the biggest. It's sort of like when people ask your sign, they're talking about your sun sign. And it's sort of your main, like the characteristics mm-hmm. of your personality that are most present and obvious. How you approach the world, how you approach problems, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's it, like, it's like your identity. Yes. But it varies a lot from person to person. Like, I'm a Leo son, but I am not a classic Leo. Which is funny, because aren't you mid-Leo season? Yeah, I'm smack dab in the middle. I'm not a cusp. Um, cusp being when you're in between two zodiacs. Or, like, not in between, but you're close to another one. Mm-hmm. You can have aspects from them. Yeah. But Leos are classically super outgoing super like confident egotistic egotistical egotistical um and i i mean i guess that's not really something that you can decide about yourself but i feel like it's not necessarily me no i mean no because you're not like you're not outgoing you're a very introverted person very much a true introvert um but like you are whether you like 
are inwardly like you do exhibit outward confidence like you do have a leo confidence about you well that is unintentional <laughs> it's because you're a leo baby meanwhile i am an aquarius son and i mean like you said that's not really something that you can call for yourself but seems like it fits me pretty well <laughs> what do you think <laughs> i think based on the way that you said that sentence yes <laughs> I can read directly from what Aquarius means to me. Your sun sign is an Aquarius, meaning you are fundamentally unconventional and anti. Comfortable dissenting or staying from the straying from the norm. Your intellectual Can you read from it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Your intellectual talent of abstraction is oriented towards pushing the boundaries of what seems reasonable. You have a lot on your shoulders and feel the need to fight for the underdog. Yeah. That's fair. And like Aquarius, Aquarians are supposed to be like creative, uh, kind of out of the box thinkers. <laughs> Weird. Weird is pretty much the word used with Aquarius. And honestly, just judging from the fact that most people I know growing up were Aquarius, that's true. And then there's the moon. The moon is more of your emotions and your moods and your intuitions. And we have the same moon. Heck yeah, we do. And I think our moon is very true for both of us. Yes. Pisces moon especially is supposed to be very intuitive to the point of some, like, if you're believing this kind of stuff, potentially, like, psychic sort of properties. Mm -hmm. And Pisces moons are very empathetic, and, like, I feel bad. <laughs> I'm so strongly empathetic that I, it hurts me. Pisces is a water sign. There's also elements. This is so complicated when you start talking about it. But each oh, of yeah. the main signs has like an element. Like so fire, water, air, and earth. Mm. Um, and so Leo's a fire sign. This is one. I just... Look. This is the dumbest thing to me. Is Aquarius, if you don't know, is the water bearer. I need a platform to talk about this, okay? <laughs> it makes me so mad. So Aquarius is, like, called the water bearer. You know, like, Leo's the lion and Cancer's the crab. The water bearer. It's literally, like, depicted with, like, either three lines for water or, like, a woman with a jug of water. So one would think intuitively it's a water sign, but it's an air sign, and I am still angry to this day. I think that makes sense, though, because you're not a water sign. No. I mean, my emotions are. That's why I cry a lot. Yeah, hashtag Pisces. But Pisces, <laughs> you know, being a fish is a water sign mm -hmm. um and it tend to be you know according to the tales tend to be like a little bit moodier water signs emotions more on the bubble to the surface more easily sort of thing and they do <laughs> oops and then the third biggie is your ascending sign or your rising sign that is do you know what that is isn't it like the face that you show the world or something? Yeah, it's like in this app it says it's the mask, quotation marks, mask, you present to people. It's like your style and how you come off to people, which is why, because you... I sort of realized how much it affects me more than I ever would have thought, because I always knew like, alright, most of the Leo stuff doesn't feel like it really applies to me as much, but then a lot of the... Hello, airplane. But then a lot of the Scorpio stuff really felt like it did, which was scary because Scorpios can be kind of a scary sign, and they're um, one of our friends' uh, least favorite sign. So, scary. They're one of my favorites, though. Here's the thing. 
there are a lot of misconceptions about a lot of signs. Because, like, in, like, the grander scheme of, like, people that, like, talk about astrology and stuff, the two worst signs are, like, Scorpio and Gemini's. And I will admit, I've not had good experiences with Gemini's, but I don't know. I just, I think it's funny that, like, some signs are just seen as, like, evil. The thing is, I do have sympathy for Scorpios because I'll be Scorpio rising, and I, turns out I relate to a lot of the Scorpio stuff, but also I will never not be afraid of Gemini's because I have just had bad experiences with Gemini's, and the thing is, they're like the, I don't know what the official name is, but they're kind of like the two-faced, two-faced sign? It's the twins. Twins, yeah. Pretty sure. And it's this idea that they basically are, you know, like... Split personality, like they can be super nice one minute and then just on a dime, super turn on you, and they can be sort of the worst qualities stereotypically are that they can be kind of manipulative like that. Um, and I just yeah, gems, gems scare me. They're rough. No offense if you're listening and you're a Gemini. I just find it because like there are like like people in my life I know that were Gemini's and totally manipulated me. But then there are also people, people that I don't know, though. Because, like, there are some celebrities that are Gemini's, and I'm just like, but you, I trust you more than life. DJT is a gem. That makes sense. That is an evil one. He's just an evil man. But we don't get political. We're not here for that. But also, go vote if you are in America, and everyone listening so far has been in America, so. Vote. Anyway. (laughs) Um, And honestly... Scorpios I've known have also been, um, I think Scorpios are mostly known for, like, being cold and very, to put it in another categorization term, Slytherin-y. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they're very focused on their own self-gain. But I've also had bad experiences with Scorpios. But I've had, like, bad experiences with every sign and good experiences with a lot of signs. Yeah. So, like, I that's think- where it's, like, your personality. Or... Your other stars going in there. True. And I think the biggest difference between, like, Scorpios and Gems is that Scorpios, when they're evil, are very much outwardly Mm -hmm. evil. Like, they don't play games, whereas Gems tend to be surreptitious. Yeah. Hey, speaking of talking about Zodiacs in uh, relation to other different kinds of categorizations, why don't we do some boy shoulders of the signs? Heckin' yeah. Heckin' yeah. What shall we categorize? Okay, first I'm going to write down all the signs just so we don't miss one. Yes. Because that is very oh, important. all of them? We'll have to speed through them. Um, let's see how it goes. I just oh. forgot all of the signs. In order. I'm not doing them in order. I'm doing oh, yeah, I want to see if I can do them in order. Okay. Capricorn, Aquarius. Wait, wait, don't say them out loud. I'm seeing if I can do them okay, in order. Wait, 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 write them in order with me. Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, yeah. Aries, yeah. Gem, no, Taurus, yeah. Gem, Cancer, Leo, mm-hmm. Virgo. Isn't there one between Leo and Virgo? No. No. You're right. Um, Leo, Virgo, Libra, mm-hmm. Scorpio, Scorpio, mm-hmm. and the next is Sag, mm-hmm. and that's all of them. Question mark. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven. 
I have 13. What did I write twice? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Let me see. I wrote one of them twice, but I don't know which one. Aquarius, Leo, Pisces, Cancer. You wrote Pisces twice. Oh. All right. <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> made up a new sign. Uh, they... Wasn't there, like, a thing about there being a 13th sign? That would not surprise me. It was, uh, it was a while ago. Um, okay. Let's see if we can speed cat garage. Cat, cat, speed cat, cat garage. garage all speed 12. cat garage. <laughs> Do you want to do them in order? Because I don't write them in order. I want to do them in order. Oh. But I also don't... There's some that I know way better than others. So, like, the first one in terms of the calendar year is Capricorn. Mm-hmm. I know very little about Capricorns. Capricorns are... Deron... I'm to cough. <coughs> do you have to cough or die? <coughs> Drink so I you don't, don't have, any. have some Ribena. Ribena scares me. Which is there? Maybe there's a good reason that they don't bring it over here. I found a portal to the UK and I found Ribena and Jammy Dodgers. Caps. <laughs> I think caps are strong boys with shoulders. Why do you say strong boy? Because they're very headstrong and they're very much are like I'm going to get my way. Are they the ram? Are they? Or is that Sag? I think it's Sag. I don't, I think, I think it's Cap. It could. <laughs> Cut to us both picking up our phones. <laughs> Gotta Google this. Cause I, Caps are the, the goats. Oh, Capricorn, Capricorn, my Capricorn and Mercury means that I am a poor communicator. Oh, Sagittarius is a ram with a horse's body holding an arrow? Yeah. So what's no Capricorn is a goat with a mermaid tail. They're both goats. No one's a ram. One's a goat. Which uh, which is which? Sag is a ram. Cap is a goat. goat. Yeah. Okay. If we're wrong, leave a review and let us know. Oh my god, I don't know enough about caps to say, so I believe you. So it's Captain Aquarius. Aquarius, that's you. Yeah. I, but, I, can can I categorize my own sign? If you don't want to, I feel like I have one. Okay, go. I think Aquariuses are Aquarians. Aquariuses. Aquarios. Are. Because I know two, so I'm trying to think. <laughs> I think boys with soft shoulders. That makes sense. We're soft boys. No, boys with soft shoulders. I realize soft boy was a categorization. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, okay, and then it's Pisces. Pisces are soft boys. What? Pisces are soft boys. Oh, I don't know about that, my guy. I don't know what Pisces you know, but all the Pisces I know and like... Okay, Pisces are boys. Okay, I buy that. Pisces are boys, because I did just remember my baby sister is a Pisces. And she is not a soft boy. The only son Pisces I know, I think, is a friend of mine from middle school. I think she's a boy. Yeah, so I think they're boys. I think they're... I do think that they have... Like, there is softness to them. I think they are boys with soft shoulders. I believe that. 
Like, maybe verging closer to the mid-range, but... Yeah, I think closer to shoulders than to the soft, soft. But there's still a water sign. So, Pisces, boys with soft shoulders that are closer to shoulders than the edge of soft shoulders. Yes. Then it's Leap. Hold on. <laughs> then it's Aries. Aries. Yeah. Strong Aries. Boy, strong shoulders. Yes. Yep. <laughs> we're in. Remember when we were gonna speed categorize these? Um, well, we speed categorized Aries. Yeah. Aries and then Taurus. Taurus are boys. Boys. Strong shoulders. Again, closer to the middle, though. I don't know. I don't know if I'm convinced that they're strong shoulders. Do you think they're soft shoulders? Do you think they're boys with shoulders? I think they might be boys. I'm thinking about all the Taurus is I know. I think I might be team like like soft shoulders, very close to the line of of shoulders is what I think I'm on. And if you think strong shoulders, then maybe they're just shoulders. Yeah, because I think it's strong shoulders very close to the line of shoulders. So, so Taurus, boy with shoulders. shoulders. Shout out to all the Tauri out there. Oh, I know a lot of them. I don't. Um, Taurus then... After Taurus is uh, Gem. Gemini's? Bad boys with bad shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> bad boys with... <laughs> Bad shoulders, bad backs, bad knees. They just got some bad. They're bad. <laughs> I think I think Gemini's are strong boys. Yes. <laughs> that was in my neighbor. <laughs> my neighbor. They're, they're the whole family next to me. It's weird. Um, <laughs> a whole family living in a house. <laughs> Look, I'm used to living in dorms. We're not. We're bad at speed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. To, the gem, what are we on? Gems. Gems. I think they're strong boys. Yeah, strong boys. And they're somewhere between shoulder and strong shoulder. Yeah. And I'm I gonna think... put them at, I think, shoulders, but... Strong boys shoulders? But maybe, like, like if they were gonna go to a side, it would be strong shoulders. Yeah. Okay. So gems, strong boys, shoulders leaning slightly onto strong shoulders. Yeah, or, or maybe strong shoulders very close to the line of shoulders. Who knows? In that general area of the grid. <laughs> uh, cancers. So, soft soft boys, boys. With strong shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. Um, then Leo. Leo, then yeah. So you do me. Um, I think Leos are I honestly think Leos are strong boys with strong shoulders. Yeah. I mean it would make sense since we're a fire sign. Yeah. Okay. Virgo. Soft boy. Soft boy, strong shoulders. Yep. Libra. That's next, right? Strong boy, soft shoulders. Yeah. Scorps. Boy with strong shoulders. Yeah. Yep. Because my- You and I, we just have this connection. Always been like- (laughs) Um, because gut reaction with Scorps is strong boy, but I think most Scorpios act strong because they're damaged on the inside. This is all you Scorpios. We see you. <laughs> and we love you. We love a damaged boy. Yeah. Um. After Scorpio comes... Sagittarius. I know, like, a few sags and they're all the same. I think they're strong, strong. Like, they are 
hardline strong boys. Yeah, agree. Oh, I love my sags. And I think that they have pretty strong shoulders. I would argue for a strong boy with shoulders. Maybe the same sort of like I think they, shoulders kind of on the line of strong. I think I'm gonna agree to that because I also think that a lot of sag strong shoulders are a facade. Mm. Like I think that they put off like I think they have an open circle on strong shoulders with like a little dotted line and like a full like colored in circle on shoulders. Because they, they want to have strong shoulders. That's why I stand on them. I buy that. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't think that they're fully strong shoulders. Yeah. They're all right. strong boys with sh- shoulders. Woo. That's all of them. That's all of them. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun if we looked up our horoscopes? Oh, that would be fun. We can, we can look up and read each other's horoscopes. Yay. For today? Yeah. Is this the weird thing? Because we didn't plan on our segments this time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we totally planned. We're ready. Yeah, and the next episode's even going to be more planned out, because we're not going to just be making a pizza the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I feel like if most of them are structured, it's okay that everyone's yeah. around one that is not structured. And like this the, counts as a Like the thing. two, possibly three, we're recording tonight. This is a weird thing. Yeah. Leo horoscope today. Today, I moved further away from the mic. Is that gonna bug you when you're editing? <laughs> Here, I'll come close again. Okay, ready? Yes. Are you going first? Sure. All right. Does that mean I'm reading first? Yes. Okay. Aquarius horoscope, October twentieth, twenty eighteen, which is when we're recording this, so you know that we gave ourselves a lot of time to edit <laughs> by ourselves. I mean, Pip, because Pip does all the editing. Anyway, discipline and a solid plan. Are your friends today? <laughs> it's going great so far. <laughs> Slow your approach and consider the consequences of your actions. We really should have read this before we started it's recording. That. This is the time to concentrate on what you need to get done and devise a plan to make it happen. Oh, this totally fits to the play. All right. There is restlessness in the air that might. Oh, my phone locked. The restlessness is your creative energy. <laughs> I'm uh, making you restless. No, because you said that you like need a creative outlet. I do. There's restlessness in the air that might cause you to act hastily. Don't forget. <laughs> Never mind, it's the fact that we need an episode by Monday. <laughs> the old saying that says, haste makes waste. This is an important lesson. <laughs> That's your horoscope from horoscope.com. Oh, yours is also from horoscope.com. Cool. Because <laughs> it was the first link. Yeah. <laughs> Lay it on me, pal. <laughs> I hope this is a good episode because that horoscope didn't make it sound like it's going to be. It did not. Whoopsie <laughs> daisy. Leo for October 20th, 2018. <sighs> The first line alone is fit for you. Indecisiveness. That's every day. (laughs) Could be your biggest nemesis today, Leo. Every day. Renana's real indecisive. Mm. The general tone of the day is apt to be quite explosive as a feeling of restriction and discipline comes into conflict with a need to fight and conquer. That's me in the butts. (laughs) Yeah. I swear to God. 
I have to conquer the bus if it's the last thing I do. A whole episode forthcoming on just the New York MTA system. I hate it so much. Because I know someone has told me they want a New York episode, and we're going to make it. And we're going to rant so much about the MTA. You hear so many of my opinions about the bus. Anyway, moving on. You might find that you're glow with the... Glow. I do glow with the flow. <laughs> Go with the flow. Easygoing attitude is exactly what saves you on a day like this. It was you, not at play today. No, you were maybe not as no. You were pretty good with the flow, like you were you. <laughs> you were like kind of spontaneous today. I but did you, buy a Powerball ticket. <laughs> yeah, Brenna bought her first Powerball ticket. Yeah, man, what a purchase! While we were waiting for the bus that she was dreading to get on. It's true. It was a time. Yeah, and like. In the corn maze, we've had a day, and I think you did have a pretty good, easy, like, even more than usual, an easygoing, like, go-with-the-flow attitude. Good. I'm glad that you see that. Lay low and let someone else take the lead now. That was me on the bus ride home. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so. Then we have our weird text, and we've been holding on to this text for a hot minute. In fact, I, like, don't even fully, like, I remember the situation, I don't remember what the texts are, so it'll be super fun to relive these. Yeah, I have to... Alright, here it is. Here's the question is, where do you want to start? At the very beginning. You mean through me stalking him and everything? Yes. Okay. So, to preface this, Brenna and I, I mean, like, I have always categorized myself under, like, the guise of, like, fangirl. Like, I do get very into things and very, like, passionately supporting people. I don't know if you categorize yourself like that, but you do share that with me. I try, yeah, I try really hard not to be, like, too, like, especially with real people. Yeah. Um, which this is not going to be a good example of. No. But I try not to be, like, too crazy because I'm like, no, they're just real human beings. Yeah. But, like, also sometimes it's fun, especially if they're just, like, celebrities who you're never going to meet. Sometimes it's fun to just, like, dive into the crazy world of the internet and just exist in that. Yeah. So this was a night where we kind of did that. I don't know if you want to name who it is, or if you just want to... Do we make any funny jokes that involve his name? <laughs> just his name in comparison to the other gym. Okay, then we probably shouldn't, just so we don't freak anyone out. Alright, I don't know, what do you think? Let's see what happens. Yeah. Alright, so, that being said, just... No, I feel like we should, because if we don't, it makes it sound like it's someone that we know. <laughs> yeah, it's not someone that we know, it's just like someone that Brenna's a fan of. I'm one vine. <laughs> one vine. Which is, like, even more why it's just kind of ridiculous that this whole thing happened. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Alright. So, it is... First of all, when did this text happen? This was at, like, 2 a.m. I don't have the timestamp on it, but this is, like, 2 oh, a.m. you screenshot at a different time. Yeah. This... Well, I screenshot it at 1.30 a.m. Yeah. But, like, this happened at 2 a.m. I was, like, about to fall... No, it wasn't. I was on the couch watching YouTube. And Brenna was in her room, and I received a text. Don't you hate it when there's a person who's pretty, but also married? Yes. I hate it so much. Who's married? The guy who does that vine I like. <laughs> We're gonna have to do it. Yeah. Um, it's Danny Gonzalez. Hi. <laughs> the guy who does that vine I like. Don't tell your mother... Kiss, kiss one, one another. another. Die, Die for each other! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> He's 
married? Yeah, he's 24. What? Well, I guess we know who he's dying for. He's 24 and married? Yeah, 24 and married to Laura. Why? I think. Who's Laura? It was kind of confusing, because he may have been being sarcastic, but I think he's married? Okay, there was like a solid 10 to 15 minute pause here. According to my research, <laughs> this is where I mean like, sometimes it's fun to just delve into the craziness that the internet can bring to you. Yes. As of 2014 and 2015, he was in a relationship with a blonde girl and did apparently attend a wedding with her. I sent a screenshot <laughs> of his Instagram. As we see in Exhibit A. But was it his wedding? Hold on, let me present all the facts. <laughs> As we can see in Exhibit B, it appears that he attended another wedding on October 1st, 2015. I'm a lawyer. Um, and I sent another screenshot... And as per Exhibit C, another screenshot, blonde girl is still showing up in recent Insta posts. Hmm. Now, if you look at Exhibit A, her dress is dark purple. She seems a traditional gal, so you would imagine if it were their wedding, it would be white. Also, they're together in what appears to be a vehicle, thus the conclusion drawn that the 2014 wedding was not theirs. In Exhibit B, he is definitely at a wedding, but if you look in the background, there's a woman in a white dress, presumably the bride. She's brunette and a blonde head is in the foreground. Once more, the October 1st wedding would appear to not be theirs. Exhibit C merely shows that she is still in the picture. However, there was a large gap between B and C, and she technically may not even be in Exhibit B, which suggests he may be fairly private about their relationship. But what is one thing no one's really private about? A wedding. So, in conclusion, there is not enough evidence on his Instagram account to prove he's married, so maybe he isn't. Because who gets married and never posts wedding pictures? Okay, yes, true, true. But allow me to present Exhibit D, courtesy of my social media of choice, aka Twitter, which is a screenshot of a tweet that he sent where someone uh, tweeted at him, you haven't posted a YouTube video in three weeks, and he replied... Yeah, I've been busy getting married and going on vacation. I'll be back soon. Really, this just proves where you should go for your information, and it's not Instagram. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, okay, my heavy stocking game was weak. Exhibit E, another screenshot, and it was their wedding picture that I just <laughs> totally didn't see. And I was looking at his Instagram. <laughs> and then my response of, about my tweet was, as you can see, this tweet was posted a year ago. And the Maybe Sarcastic video came out three weeks ago. Um, wow, yeah, they're right on top of a hay bale. <laughs> Talking about their wedding picture. Okay, I didn't expect them to just take long-distance wedding pictures. What the heck? <laughs> I wasn't looking for this. Another wedding picture on his Instagram that is from a very long distance. And, like, it's a very beautiful picture, Danny, but I just didn't realize it was a wedding picture. All right, the results are in. He's 100% married. The court rests. Amazing. I also just found footage of their wedding, but it won't let me share it. I'm glad we had this trial, though. Also, have I told you lately that I'm obsessed with you? Damn, he's really married. It sucks because he is cute. No, you have not. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm quite fond of you as well. Um, yeah, he is cute. Is <laughs> exactly what I said. <laughs> I didn't cut any part of that text. And then I guess I just have to, I was watching Dan and Phil, it was over the summer, just have to revert it back to them. I'm still shook over Phil being 31. Speaking of, Danny is also a Gemini, as in Dan is a Gemini, and Danny is a Gemini. 
which we know scares Brenna. Yeah. This is how it all ties in, I swear. You see. <laughs> My response is the greatest typo of the century and the sole reason we thought this was hilarious and needed to be shared. Qui and dim. Or coincidence. So, everything is in upheaval. You got it bad for Gemini's. It was a typo, let alone. Gemini's are Satanaspon! Satanapon! It was the fanciest typo I've ever seen in response to Qui and Dem. <laughs> but both fannies are Gemini's. What if it's a misconception? And I also know a gem that I don't like. Brenna and Gemini sitting in a tree. D-Y-I-N-G. Where you hold the G for three beats to fit the song. Just let me know when you hit the aqua phase. Wink. No, I will not date a Gemini. No Gemini's. Gem in I, deem on I. Kui in dem. Please note that like the, there were two texts in there. So we're the only reason we wanted to share. Because <laughs> by the time the Brenna sent back Kui in dem, I was crying. <laughs> and it was also when we decided to make this podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> those are some texts that we send each other. Oh, the last reason that I wanted to do astrology. I actually wanted to do this later, but it fit more to go before Halloween. But there is one more aspect of astrology that's kind of weird that we could talk about. Which is? Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. Everyone's favorite time of year. Yeah, um, so Mercury retrograde, if you don't know, is basically, literally, when... The planet Mercury, instead of spinning, like, the right way around, starts going backwards. That's retrograde. And then everyone's lives start going backwards. Basically. So Mercury retrograde's supposed to, like, mess up, like, technology, communication. You're not supposed to make any, like, important life-altering decisions during that time because your brain's all messed up. So just so you know, the next Mercury retrograde is like November 18th or 20th, one of those two dates. So emotionally prepare yourselves. Because Mercury retrograde can come hard. I've had some terrible times. This summer was actually one of the worst because three planets were retrograde. And look, I could tell there was some communication issues everywhere, technology issues everywhere. And on that delightful note this has been that map podcast thanks y'all for listening because now Brenna's here for the outro fucking yeah not not no editing pip no more and it's a nice mic yeah thanks for listening be sure to check back on mondays for a new episode of pam app podcast yeah because next week we're getting spooky get ready for a lot of opera ghosts all right babe see you next week Wait, one more important plug that we can make. If you want to talk to us or see if we manage to ever figure out how to use Twitter the right way, you can follow us on Twitter now, at Podcast. Yeah. Twitter is our strong suit. <laughs> like, talking. Sometimes. And also, my sole goal is, like, to just get enough ratings to get a rating on the podcast app. So, like, leave us a rate. Even a review. And that's all I gotta say. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye.